0: It is, uh, 105 in Edmonton. Hour number two of Oilers now. It's going to be split. Uh, I'll have David Staples on between 1 and 1.30. Uh, and then i got to uh, pack and get going here so I can uh, hop on the bus. Uh, Brennan Escott at the 630 Jet Studios will look after you for the final half hour of the show. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, the Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it. River Cree Resort and Casino open 24 uh, 7. More chances to play, more chances to win. You can text us, and you are texting a ton on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Uh, we'll tell you the Japanese Village open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu Stink cooked right before your eyes. Reserved now at jvevington.ca. Ontario went into a total lockdown of restaurants today. They're closed. You can't dine in at any. Restaurants. Just before we go to uh, provincial political affairs columnist and cult hockey writer, the Edmonton Journal, David Staples, uh, a couple former uh, players have texted the show, uh, texted me directly and said, Bob, the goaltender's job is to make staves, and they should always, after that, for the most part, be quiet. <laughs> Shut up and stop the buck. <laughs> um, and I, I, I do empathize with Koskinen to a certain degree. I, I do uh, so I, I, I got to reiterate the point I don't think he should have mentioned the lack of productivity in the starts and that was a translated version of an interview that we uh, that we saw that's obviously been part of the narrative of today's show all right off to uh, the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline we welcome back to the show David Staples hello David how you doing
1: I'm doing good Bob how are you doing
0: good I'm gonna ask you a point-blank uh, Uh, I mean, it's crazy. We're in New York City uh, on on Monday at MSG. And the building's full. And tonight the Oilers and the Leafs, a game that's going to be on NHL hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, as well as on the Oilers radio network. Uh, Cam and Rob are doing the call back from the Chad Studios. Uh, we're down a couple guys with our traveling entourage. The Oilers are down a couple players as well. It's going to seem weird without fans, isn't it? Is, this is the same league that we're running right in right now, where you can uh, have full attendance at MSG and and a thousand or under in attendance at uh, the the Scotia Bank Arena.
1: It's going to be a little disappointing. But... You know, every jurisdiction is different. They might have a lot higher acquired immunity in the United States than Canada. They have a lot fewer vaccinated people, but maybe, you know, COVID's really run through the American states. So, you know, and and everyone has different ICU capacity. So some places have a greater tolerance for being open, and others have a lot less tolerance for it. It can have to do with the attitude of the people living there as well. Some people are much more safety conscious, and I think Canadians in general are in that camp much. Much more so, I think, in Ontario and Quebec than in Al- in Alberta. I mean, Alberta, is, people aren't unsafe, but we're not hyper-safe. Um, you know, that's not the the attitude here. We, we It's a bit more get-up-and-go and more tolerance for risk. And, um, yeah, Ontario's just really locked down, and um, that's tough for those people living there, tough for businesses, tough for the hockey team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, let's get to the hockey stuff. Here we go. And we'll start with here. Uh, you know, I've I've put the numbers out. Uh, people all look at Vancouver. They had a coaching change, and and I, I look. I've gone for dinner two years in a row with Bruce Boudreau. He's a great guy. He's entertaining. He's funny. He breeds offensive confidence in his players. But the Vancouver Canucks are not eight zero and one with Bruce Boudreau. Thatcher Demko doesn't have a nine fifty five save percentage, and Yaroslav Halak's at nine thirty one. When the Oilers started the year sixteen and five, David uh, Skinner was at nine twenty eight. Uh, Smith was at nine twenty, and Koskinen was at nine fourteen with a twelve and two record. Suffice to say, two eight and two since Koskinen at eight six six zero five and one. Smith comes back two starts. He's he's o one and one. He's at eight sixty five. Skinner's at eight ninety nine, and he's got the only two victories. Is it too simple to say it? Like we have people saying it's not goaltending. Is it too simple to say it
1: starts with goaltending? In your opinion, I think it's it's a big part of it is goaltending before christmas i would break it in this losing streak into two sections before christmas the Oilers were getting more grade a shots than the opposition they were they were still playing strong hockey um in all states of the game a little less so and the, their special teams weren't quite as good and uh, but they even strength was they were getting more grade a shots that even than the opposition so the, in that streak, uh, you know, Koskinen's been rusty for two months now, and in, and in that streak, um, definitely the goaltending was a huge part of it. After in these the four more recent games, the owners have, have been—they've um, had fewer grade eight shots than the opposition. The, the opposition are getting the best of them. The owners are on their heels. Like Tippett's saying, the team's playing well. I'm not—I'm not. I don't agree with the coach. I think the team is not playing that well and is getting, you know, I wouldn't say caved in games. There was one game, I can't remember which of the four it was, they got caved. It was the Islanders game, I think, uh, where they were really outplayed. It was 2 yeah. Yeah, but other than that, they're just slightly getting outplayed. The goaltending isn't helping when you let in a terrible goal like Hoskinen did, you know, brutal as the coaches. I mean, Bob, you've been watching hockey a long time, so have I. How many times do you see in the first period, if your goalie lets in a, rancid atrocious goal against how many times can a team recover from that it's really rare it hardly ever happens there's something about giving up that kind of goal which is particularly deflating for a hockey team and when Koskinen does it it really hurts so I can see people blaming (laughs) blaming him now he makes a good I mean frankly he makes a good point if you know if he's only getting one goal for per game he has to get a shutout to win that's pretty hard too so I uh, and I agree that in the last four games, the team isn't playing well. It's not trending well, and, and they're in a tough spot tonight. Obviously. Uh,
0: by the way, just on this road trip, um, Corsi five on five even against St. Louis Oilers lose four uh, two. The a grade scoring. I'm just then I'm using natural satric on this one. Yeah. Uh, high danger chances. Um, in that game plus one for st louis in the game against new jersey the Oilers had a marginal uh positive coursey uh they had one more high danger scoring chance for new jersey than edmonton in that game again at even strength that's at five on five against the islanders uh marginal edmonton advantage in Corsi four again uh and high danger sc- scoring chances uh plus 1 for the Oilers and against the Rangers where it was misleading 59 to 27 the Oilers had 68% of the Corsi, 62% of the the Fensky or the Fenwick uh, 60% of the shots forty of the strength in that game but the Rangers actually had more uh, a grade scoring opportunities by one so you know you can make an argument they're 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 close in these games on the same caliber of opportunities but your statistical information on the four games since we've come back for Christmas is that the orders have been given up the greater chances is that right
1: yeah and we only we count shots on net, the natural statistic would will count shots at net that don't yep. hit the net if they're from the right spot. And you know, in the the Corsi numbers, I think in the Rangers game, look, the orders look good by that. But was that not the game where the where the Rangers had a lot more block shots, which can speak to team commitment? Uh, you know that that if the orders can get all kinds of shots at net, but if they're being blocked by the Rangers and the orders aren't blocking the Ranger shots. That's that speaks to team defense and the Oilers. You know, this is a team that can can block some shots. Needs all NHL teams now. This is a big part of the game. The Oilers aren't doing that as well. So, yeah, I just I'm not seeing a great performance, Bob, in the last four games. And and, and but I would say, you know, through December that the record didn't flatter the Oilers. They, they lost some games they probably should have won. Uh, but goaltending was part of the fact was part of the factor. I mean, when was the last time? Did the Oilers had a had a goalie steal a game where they clearly outplayed the opposition goalie? We've seen opposition goalies outplay Oiler goalies consistently in this run of play, but we haven't seen the other thing. So the, you know that's one signal that your goaltending isn't coming up and doing what it needs uh, Pittsburgh, to do now. On that.
0: Mikko yeah, you asked for the game it was December first, yeah, 1st. a month it was ago, Michael's right? Last so, wing, right, yeah, that was the game. I mean, Pittsburgh had 67 percent of La Corsi in that game, and. Out high dangered the Oilers, um, yeah seven five and had twenty seven to thirteen shots at even strength. So you asked for the game. That was the game where Koskinen played Tristan Jari in that game.
1: Yeah, and so that's a month ago and and that's what you need. That's what Mike Smith has to do tonight obviously. The Oilers are going to win. Mike Smith has to come up with that game. And 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 on a good team with good goaltending, that regularly happens. It happens maybe one out of four, one out of 5 games, one out of you know, one out of 10 games. It's it's just more than once a month. It happens more regularly where the goalie just comes up big or at least plays the other goalie even. But what we're seeing consistently is the other goalie coming up big and not happening in the Oilers' end.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, a lot of heat on the head coach right now, isn't there? Yes. Yes. And, you know, Ken Holland, I I, I think this is, I I didn't check this, but uh, Bruce McCurdy told me that Holland has never fired a coach mid-season, which is an interesting thing. And, um, you know, I've always thought Dave Tippett is going to get this year, that he will... They'll see how he can do. Uh, he's at the last year of his contract. They'll see how far he can take the team in the playoffs, and he'll make that decision. That's still what I expect to happen. But if this team dips below real 500, you know, if, if they have more losses of all kinds than wins, that's not good enough for this team. You know the the team that Ken Holland built this summer. That's not he was he was not expecting that to happen. There's a lot of pressure right now in Edmonton, and um, you know if if they can't start if they can't start winning again, getting above 600 points percentage, I could see Tippett uh, gone in a month or so if he doesn't turn things around. And I and and we all have memories of NHL coaches coming in. Dramatic things where they turn it around, win the Stanley Cup. It's happened a few times in recent years. You know, I don't know if you looked at it overall, though. If that's the case, you remember when Hitchcock came in? You, I think he won like eight out of ten, and then the orders were terrible. The oh rest yeah,
0: of the I year. remember Wood guy as an example, a big analytics guy, a real smart guy out there, and he was, you know, pumping the tires of, of, of Hitch and calling him uh, uh, Saint, I, I believe Pope Hitch or something to that effect. And uh, he started off good, but then there were a couple injuries to the fence, and and then the goaltender. Stop, you know, have fighting the puck a bit, and Miko got overplayed. So, yeah,
1: sure. Made some terrible traits. Yeah, it was it was a tough. So the change in the coach, we were, it just really hits us hard, and it's, and it's so firmly in our memory when it, when it turns out well, because it's like wow, you know, that makes a huge yeah. impression. I'm not sure that it always turns out well, and I I think this coaching staff has done a good job for two and a, two and a half years, and then six weeks or two, you know, most of this season, actually, as well. They've had it, they're having a rough patch now, but you got to be patient with them as well, I think. I think that's the prudent. Final
0: question, David, and it pertains, I mean, you can tie this in and judging the coaching. The way the COVID protocol situation works in the league, does it create a
1: competitive imbalance when one team gets shut down and another team's forced to play through it? It's brutal. I mean, I think Tippett was referring to it today, you know, kind of when you get COVID in dribs and drabs and you're missing... If you're missing all the players at once, then you don't have to play. If you're missing two or three at a time, like's happened with the Oilers, you gotta play. And right now, it really hurts with Barry McDavid and, and Derek Ryan, who's been playing better in the last month. As of, you know, now that he's been moved down the lineup, Derek Ryan's been okay. And I, it just—it's brutal for the Oilers right now. And I don't know. I, like, because they're in Canada, I don't know if they sit out ten days or five days
0: from. I, I don't even know. I, I mean, I know so Alberta's now. <laughs> Alberta's yeah. gone of five days. Now, did anybody challenge that, by the way, the fact that the Alberta government uh, said you only need to quarantine for five days in Alberta with this new variant? Was there
1: any entity out there no there, there hasn't been complaints about that. I think people are getting their heads around like you know the numbers seem to really indicate that omicron is is mild and the hospital stays are shorter and yeah. overall it's mild so no there wasn't a lot of criticism of that in fact, in Alberta if you're an essential worker uh, and you're asymptomatic you they'll keep they'll keep you working now like we're we're starting to adapt to the fact that that, that omicron's a different kind of variant than the other variants and i don't know if if the NHL you know they're obviously not essential workers, although some of us may feel that way uh but hopefully the five days will apply to the orders now instead of the 10
0: david great stuff thanks for your time thanks bob from the cult of hockey david staples 119 in edmonton i'm going to bang off about six minutes worth of the hundreds upon hundreds of texts that we got in on the ashley fine floors text line when we come back
1: Hi, this is Ryan Nugent-Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630Chad.
0: Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, one of the two 20-plus minute-a-game forwards. Connor McDavid out, obviously, the best player in the world. And r uh, different reasons, McDavid, COVID protocol, along with Tyson Berry and... Uh, Derek Ryan, Ryan Nugent Hopkins out with a lower body issue, could be out uh, multiple weeks still. Oilers do have four defensemen playing north of twenty minutes. A game lags and draws in for Barry on defense. We'll tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over fifty plus years for a menu and a list. So there are fifteen Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stopper recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. All right, as promised, let's get to the tech on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Um, and we're going to start with Anita. Bob, you can, uh, and you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. You can be sure that uh, guys make comments in the room publicly about the mistakes or lack of saves a goalie makes, especially when the team is struggling. Does Miko need to be better? Yes, he does. However, he isn't wrong stating that he can't score the goals. Like, uh, uh, uh he says, like John said, the, the errors the goalies makes are being magnified as they're only one person. The entire team, uh, needs to be much better. The life and the energy has been sucked out of the team. They need to figure this out with te- without tearing each other down. I still have hope they can turn it around. Come on, Oetters, believe, says Anita. Um. Uh, please show me how, says the uh, Fear of the Fin, the San Jose Sharks fan, who's mentioning it's 14 degrees in Palo Alto today. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, Bob, please show me how San Jose don't continually get screwed. You're missing seven players. You can still um, play. Hodgie says, Bob, as I've intimated many times, Mike Smith is not prone to letting in sticky goals at pivotal points in games. Uh criticizing his efforts in the first and second starts of two plus months is nowhere near the criticism of Koskinen. It is not Miko's play in the entire game, but rather the timing of the bad goal, he inevitably lets in. Miko's play simply has not been good enough. Low percentage goals kill Koskinen. Uh Kevin Woodley reported this in In goal magazine. He also does a hit on Jason's show. If your goalie gives up uh uh one your team loses eighty seven percent of the time. Koskinen has allowed sixteen low percentage goals this season. Yes, I saw that stat. Thank you very much, Hodzi. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Dallas for Millet says Bob losing exposes warts. The wart is Tippett would never throw Mike Smith under the bus. Um uh, when he gave up a softie like he did in New Jersey, how can you blame Koskinen for firing back when he was already under the bus? Truth will be told in the next few weeks when the room leaders uh, put the coach and the goalie back in their place. That one comes from Dallas. 780 um, 496 Bob, just an off-the-wall question. Where do you see Miko Koskinen going after the orders are done with him from Norm? Uh Well, his contract's up at the end of the season. I can see Buffalo signing Miko. I can see that happening, because I think that uh, there could have been an opportunity for there. If Philip Grubauer stays in Colorado... It's my belief that Darcy Kamper is an Edmonton Oiler. Instead, he signed with Seattle. It has not worked out for Philip Grubauer in Seattle, and Kamper's uh, uh, Colorado's goalie. Bob, the seen scoring from the bottom six, a solid number one goaltender, uh, not two backups. The team understanding defensive responsibility needs to improve. The attitude of the team, uh, team seems to not believe in itself, as it seems to be a lack of confidence. They need to find the confidence and uh, play with it they, they had the first fifteen games. Again, you can text us at seventeen zero four nine six. Uh, Bob Grant Fear let in some brutal goals during his tenure, but he made the key saves at the key times. No question. No question about that one. Uh, from KDK, Bob, if your solution is to bring up Skinner following tonight's game, what is your solution for Koskinen? Do the Oilers trade him, waive him, et cetera? Uh, during this slide, people are so quick to criticize the team and the decisions made, but very few offer tangible solutions. What would you do if Koskinen, if you bring up Skinner, what is your full solution from KDK? Well, I'll tell you what my solution is not right now, because I think you need to know whether or not Skinner can be the solution. So you give him the opportunity to get some start in and see what he can do. Uh, and I'm not saying he's coming up after tonight's game, because Stuart Skinner is going to get some starts in for Bakersfield against Abbotsford. Uh, they're taking on, is that, is, that, is that who they're playing? Is that the name of Vancouver's farm team? Uh, anyways, that's that's where they are. So, um, But I could foresee by the time that the Edmonton Oilers return to action circa January 16th, 17th, as they prepare for the Chicago Blackhawks in, uh, on the 18th. I wonder whether or not you don't bring up Skinner then. And then you know what, it might be a simple switch where Koskinen goes down to the miners and Skinner comes up. That's how it would work. Uh, and you run with Skinner and Mike Smith. I I would look at an internal solution first before I move out an asset. And unfortunately, the only goaltenders available right now our older goaltenders, you know, like some people say, well, trade for Marc-Andre Fleury and try to get him to get an extension. Well, then you're rolling with like 39 and 37-year-old goaltenders. You have a guy that's 23 that's percolated in your own organization. And maybe you're fast at tracking him a little bit or maybe the time's now. Jordan Bennington got called up on this date in uh, 2019. Nobody saw Jordan Bennington doing what he was going to do. Who knew? Now, Bennington was older than Skinner, but it actually lost starting gig opportunities in the American Hockey League. Food for thought on that front. You already know that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, but did you know that Brent Ridge, Ford, and Wetaskiwin are 10-time presence award winners for customer satisfaction? What does this mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. At one I'll tell you that uh, Brendan Escott's going to guide you home in the final half hour of orders. Now he's got John Shannon, NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Coming up, I will rejoin you at three thirty-five Edmonton time from Scotia Bank Arena. The Oilers and the Leafs tonight. So long from now. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update. Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.